Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Spokesperson for the American College of Emergency Physicians. She's Dr. Lee. And the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Hi, and uh, welcome to the show, uh, Health from the Outside In on Radio MD. Uh, my next guest, Dr. Lakshmi Mehta, is the Clinical Director of Women's Cardiovascular Health and Associate Director of Education at the Center for Women's Health at Ohio State University. And um, so I want to welcome her because, you know, in the new female Viagra came out and people have been talking about it. And we know a lot about <clears throat> men's issues and how uh, sexual issues can be related to heart disease, but there are some things related to sexual problems and heart disease in women. Isn't that true, Dr. Mehta? Yes, Dr. Lee. Um, it is true. What I often tell people is that you have to pay attention to what are you, what does your body feel like and what are you feeling in, in, in the bedroom or in general life. Um, one of the concerns that people don't talk about um, is having chest pain, and uh, some people only experience that when they're having intercourse. Um, but that's a concerning sign for us as cardiologists. Mm-hmm. So now, when you're and you're talk when you talk about this, um, you know, are you talking about women that are probably um, postmenopausal, or are you also seeing this? Um, in women that could be premenopausal, it, it could be in women that are pre or postmenopausal. Um, wh- wh- when women have chest pain uh, during intercourse, that could be indicative of them having a, a significant blockage in one of their heart arteries, the coronary arteries. Um, for some people, uh, sexual activity is their only form of physical, real physical activity. Beyond that, they're pretty sedentary. And um, we diagnose heart disease when, with activity, and so that might be their only activity. Um, in the younger women, it, 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 you'll see it more often in women that have heart disease risk factors, like they're smokers or diabetic, have uh, poor uh, cholesterol profiles, or strong family history of early heart disease. Um, so it can be in young or old um, but it's important to pay attention to uh, your body. What are you feeling? What's different? And then seeking medical attention, talking to your physician about it. Yeah, I mean, in, in men, it's a little more obvious. And sometimes uh, the first indication, erectile dysfunction can speak to, you know, their vascular status, their blood vessels. If they're not having good blood flow to their penis, then it, that can cause erectile dysfunction. It's a little easier to detect, but in women, um, there are, are probably more subtle things. And you name something like snoring. How is snoring um, an indication of uh, cardiovascular disease? Sure. So snoring, women uh, are often to call their out their spouse about it, but not as much uh, admit that they snore. So that's an issue. But we we know that. Um, uh, people who have uh, sleep apnea, one of the early signs of diagnosing it is going to be snoring. Not everyone who snores has sleep apnea, but there's some more things that we look for. But um, if if someone has sleep apnea, they have a 50% chance of having high blood pressure. Also, mm. those that get diagnosed with sleep apnea um, have a higher uh, or have associated heart rhythm issues, such as atrial fibrillation. Um, bradycardia or slow heart rates. Uh, 
there's some associations with uh, coronary artery disease, heart failure, um, strokes. Um, so those with sleep apnea, there, there's a potential for uh, it being maybe an early sign of developing these things. Or those that have these underlying cardiac or heart conditions already, their sleep apnea needs to be treated. Otherwise, it can worsen conditions. So, for instance, if someone has atrial fibrillation and irregular heartbeat, they may t- tend to have higher heart rates. And if you get the sleep apnea under control and treated, then maybe their heart rates would improve. Oh, that's interesting. And then the other thing, you know, when we think about, you know, sex, you talk about heart palpitations. Uh, I mean, not to belittle it, but you want your, <laughs> it, it, sex raises your heart rate. Uh, I guess you shouldn't uh, be feeling abnormal palpitations, but, you know, having sex and having an orgasm, I mean, everybody knows their heart rate goes up and, uh, their breathing goes up. So, you know, how do you determine that if you're sure. really looking? Well, so um, with sex, if you, yes, your heart rate should go up. But after you've completed uh, your orgasm, then the heart rate should slowly come down. But if you feel that your heart's continually pounding um, thereafter for several several minutes after, then you should um, discuss that with your physician. And then sometimes people have palpitations even at rest just as soon as they get in bed. They notice their heart racing or skipping, um, and that can keep them all up all night too with the fear of what's going on. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I assume not have ever had heart palpitations, but there is a difference that you can detect if you are having uh, abnormal beats where where your heart's racing as opposed to just, you know, if you exercise and everybody knows their heart rate goes up with exercise and what that feels like. It, it probably feels different than your usual. Yeah, it, it does. And especially because, you know, you haven't exercised and you're lying there. So it, it, it is uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable kind of feeling that patients experience. Some people have extra beats. And so they often describe this flip, uh, a fish flip-flopping in their chest, um, which is an odd sensation. I haven't had it either, but that's how they can often describe it. And then some of my patients tell me, well, I notice the palpitations if I lie on a certain way in bed. So if I lie on my left side, I might have more uh, palpitations and it's better if I sit up. Now, another interesting problem is, um, you know, you talk about hot flashes, but what I, I had read something before that women that, as they're going through menopause, since it is a vasomotor response, that women that have a lot of hot flashes and night sweats related to them end up having less cardiac disease in the long run. I'll have to look up that study versus women who are going through menopause and have less hot flashes. Have you heard that? Well, I, I've seen some preliminary data that uh, women that go through an accelerated menopause state um, such that uh, they complete uh, the paramount menopausal state in, I, I think it was less than three years, there's an association with accelerated atherosclerosis uh, when the carotid arteries um, were imaged. Um, so, and many women, when they say how long they've been through menopause, tend to say it based on hot flashes. So those that, uh, so I assume those that have an accelerated uh, menopause are having less hot flashes, and so maybe earlier a development of heart disease. Mm. 
But how do how do is are our hot flashes an indication themselves that there you might uh, be having heart trouble? Because you know I don't know hardly any women that I've spoken to either, you know, in practicing or, you know, people that I know that when they start going through menopause, that is one of the signs. And it seems like everybody has hot flashes. Yeah. So, um, uh, w- what hot flashes indicate is that is uh, pr- predominantly that your estrogen levels are declining and you're going through menopause. What we know is that about 10 years after menopause, a woman's risk of development of heart disease is equilibrating to a man. Before that, at the younger ages, the estrogen has been protective for our hearts. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that around the time of menopause, what happens is, is your blood pressure tends to rise. Your cholesterol profile um, has adverse changes. So the good cholesterol, the HDL levels tend to decline, the LDL bad cholesterol levels tend to increase, and triglyceride levels tend to increase as well. So so we know that the protective effects of estrogen are declining. And so I, I think of if someone's starting to experience hot flashes, we need to start paying attention to what are their cardiac risks. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. So, you know, maybe you didn't watch what you ate or you, you didn't never had your cholesterol. So it's kind of the harbinger that now is the time to uh, think about your heart. So I want to thank my guest. It's very interesting. This is the Dr. Lee Van Oker Show on Radio MD. Stay tuned into your 